welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. And really, what's going on in the media front is so really far-reaching when it comes to these cultural wars that are happening every day, all the time. And, uh, and you know, I, I do believe they require attention. And one of my favorite people to talk to about that is a director, a producer. Uh, his projects have been on Oxy, Oxygen and on uh, Netflix. Uh, he's a media critic with a, a law degree. Uh, he brings so much to every single conversation. Great friend of mine, a great friend of our show, uh, Warren D. Robinson. His website, warrendrobinson.com. Warren, love what you do. Real quickly, kind of give us an update on your activity and then let's get into our topic. Yeah, thank you so much, Kevin. I appreciate the introduction. Uh, you always make my head feel big when I come here, so I appreciate it. Uh, well, it's, as, good, as Kevin, it's good you never actually come to the studio then. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> In person, I know. We'll have to do that. Uh, but no, as Kevin mentioned, all my projects are over at warrendrobinson.com, so I won't bore you with, with all the things I've done, you can go over there, you can check them out, you can have links to all of our shows. Um, and, and, yeah, and I've had a, a great, amazing career in entertainment and uh, great things on the horizon. So thank you so much. Well, I love when you get us uh, uh, updates, and uh, it's always really interesting. Something else is interesting. I stumbled on the uh, – I've been trying to watch more News Nation, frankly. I'm curious by its effort to be objective media. we talked about that before. I kind of don't like media that postures itself as objective, yeah. uh, but rather you're the you one know, open to different, you know, different views. But they are trying, and that includes Chris Como. And, uh, Como, and I stumbled on his inf interview with Kanye West, and then I had a headache after that. And, I, and somehow I watched all of it, and it's almost like watching two crash, and you know it's going to happen. And it's like, I really can't watch this. I really shouldn't watch this, but you couldn't show, I couldn't show my head. And that's what that interview was. And by the way, his name is now Yee. I don't want him calling me. I don't want him yelling at me. Uh, he's very he's very committed to this new uh, name change. Your thoughts? Well, first of all, I want to say I, I think we found the the one viewer who watches News Nation, so that's good to know. Uh, <laughs> their ratings are pretty low, but <laughs> blame me. No, Go ahead. blame me. No, their their ratings are pretty low. But no, as you said, Kanye has been making the media tour. He has been everywhere, either doing interviews or being talked about because of these uh, interviews. And in the process, I mean, he has really stirred up a lot of controversy with some really harmful, racist, dangerous rhetoric that he has put out. Yet, it seems as if we're not seeing the push from the media to really punish him or cancel him, cancel him as we've seen with others. And um, I think a lot of it has to do with both sides, both traditional liberal media and more conservative media, both being kind of afraid to touch Kanye because they don't want to look hypocritical. Because at one time, he has been a darling of both, right? Um, Kanye was loved by the liberal media when he was going through his, you know, George Bush hates black people days, if you remember that. Uh, yep. And they praised him and they put him on a pedestal then. He is also, as a Hollywood celebrity and, and African-American celebrity, the liberal media has painted a, a narrative for a long time when it comes to how they treat and view racism. And it's always through the lens of white racism. They know how to cover that well. But now you have a black man 
kind of sing the racist things, and they're afraid to touch that. They don't want to offend, you know, their audiences, and so they're like, oh, we can't go. We can't handle that. We can't call him out for that. And the conservative media, they can't call him out because, quite frankly, they need to use him. He's the highest-rated person that can kind of parrot their ideals and get their ideals out there. He gets them so much attention. And so they've been praising him until he says racist things. There was an actual segment on Fox and Friends in the morning show where they're literally praising Kanye and talking about how great Kanye is. And then somebody says, oh, but you know, he just tweeted DEFCON 3 to, to Jewish people. And then they have to do a, a mid-turn and they're like, oh, well, I don't agree with that. So it's, it's both sides are so afraid of hypocrisy here that uh, West has kind of benefited from that. And, you know, he, he continues to get these platforms to say these crazy things. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's afraid of hypocrisy. They're afraid of hypocrisy, or simply guilty of it. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's okay. all over the place. It's yes, yeah, all the time. And I, I mean, they're pretty blatant about it. Some of these too. Uh, Fox, you know, in the case of Fox, conservative media somehow has taken a turn, uh, in my opinion. And this is—I I used to be a regular on on several uh, Fox programs. Um, you know, and, and I have, uh, you know, collaborated with them on projects and such uh, back in the old days when they at least positioned themselves as fair and balanced, and I was a lot more conservative, but I never considered it racist, and I didn't consider myself racist then, although I've told you about, well, I really had some of that and didn't really realize. I think that's part of the awakening that's taken place, but there was no way I could be involved in that media today in Fox Media. They are openly racist. They tout polit, uh, views that are meant to attract people that are racist. And so I think they kind of like what, what Kanye says. And look, it's a black guy, therefore it makes it legitimate. And, uh, you know, you can be black and say racist things, apparently. That's what's being conveyed by Fox, in my opinion. And, yeah, you're right. They had to, they had to step back a little bit because they're not black. The ones that were coming on it, they had to, you know, tread back a little bit. But they're loving someone saying this. That's just my opinion, and it's so hard to watch. It's really excruciating. And there's something you and I have both pointed out: is uh, how does the liberal media that apparently hates Donald Trump continue to do exactly what Donald Trump wants them to do? Therefore, driving voters more and more into their cap saying they hate him to people who want them to say they hate him, which makes them more likely to vote for him. That's, that's how he stays in the game. It's more because of the liberal media than the conservative media, in my opinion. And, uh, again, it's all a ratings game. Uh, ratings before principle all the time. Well, absolutely, and, and you hit the nail on the head when it comes to both of them. As, as far as conservative media goes, you're right. They're giving these kind of dog whistles to white racists, but they can't do it themselves, so they use Kanye West. And they use yeah. him to be a vessel to say, hey, white racists, we're on your side. This whole um, White Lives Matter controversy where he's wearing and promoting the slogan, regardless of how you feel that slogan should or should not be used, what we know as a fact is that white nationalist groups have used that as a rallying call and have used that to kind of promote white superiority. So it doesn't matter um, how you think it should matter or how you think it should be used. It has been used. It is used in a way that is blatantly racist. And so by using Kanye, conservative media can now send that praise out 
to the white nationalists and say, hey, we're on your side, we want you to watch us, but we're not saying it. And so it absolves mm. them of being, yeah. being racist, but at the same time appealing to the racist. And, and that's problematic. Um, and then on the other side, as you mentioned with ratings, um, CNN, uh, when you come to the liberal media, they have an issue too because they have created a narrative. They've created a, a, a woke agenda kind of thing. And part of that is that they're afraid to attack or bring down any kind of negative criticism on anybody who is outside, who's within their, their kind of woke spectrum of protectness. And so with Kanye, you have a black man, you have some mental health issues there. And I think that has kind of left them afraid to say, uh, we don't want to offend our audience and attack the blatant racist, harmful things he said. So we're just kind of going to give him a platform, but then, you know, but we're not going to really push it. We're not going to really say anything about it. It's a shame on both sides. You're right. When you have um, racist comments being said by a, an African-American, you know, let's just be clear. There are some scholars out there, Kevin, who believe that African-Americans can't be racist. This is a literal right. woke agenda that has been spread that people say, well, if you're black, you can't be racist. We know that's not true. And Kanye West right. is, is the proof of that. Yeah, and that it is relatively new, but I've seen that now for over a decade. Uh, you know, I, I've talked about minorities being racist, and they say, no, they can't be because you have to have power to be racist, and blacks don't have power. And then, man, talk about simplistic. <laughs> you know, it depends on the context we're talking about. You know, I was using it in the uh, context of controversial elections uh, Obama, you know, had, uh, and he did not do this, he did not sanction this, but there was precincts in parts of the country where the new Black Panther Party was there kind of covering the doors of these precincts, <laughs> making it really difficult for, if you were not black, to want to even go in, you know, and, and uh, it, it's documented. We've seen it, you know, and so historically had both white and black vote only had blacks vote in it, and they're pointing to that. And I, I saw that as racist. Oh, no, they can't be racist because they're black. That's literally what, I, what the response was. No, you're right. That has been the response. And this power word added to the definition of racism, that is something they uh, intellectuals have created. That was never in the, the definition of racism. You could argue whether or not power effectuates how whites and blacks are able to um, utilize their racism, right? I, I will go with you all day on that, that because of their economic position and their superiority when it comes to economics, white people have the ability to actually effectualize their racism in yeah. a different way. They but can leverage it. They can leverage exactly. it in a way that non-whites can't. I agree with that. Depending again on the area, right? It's, if you're in Detroit or Camden, maybe not as much. Well, it, well, even in places that are, are majority black, economic power-wise, we still know the economic yeah. base still tends to be very much in favor of, of, of the white community. So, you know, but that's a different argument than saying they can't be racist at all. And so we definitely know that, that white, black people can be racist, and Kanye West is, is proof of that. The things that he has said about Jewish people is harmful, it is dangerous, it is offensive, and it is racist. Plus, the guy's a billionaire, so I think it's very hard to argue a, a billionaire does not have power. So in, in this case, he yeah. definitely is racist. And we're just not seeing the pushback. We're not seeing the, the calls. Yeah, he just bought his own social media, right? Didn't he just buy Parler? 
He bought Parler. He has the deal with Adidas. And he's still getting platforms. I mean, like you said, he was on the, the interview with Chris Cuomo just the other day. Why are we still platforming this guy? Why are we still giving him opportunity to continue to spread this kind of vile messaging? At some point, we have to stand up, both conservative and traditional media, and say, you know what, listen, you don't deserve um, the platform anymore. But we'll see if that happens. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I think, uh, unfortunately, I don't know. You know, maybe again it's my own naivete, uh, but you know, I did not, I did not, I believe that that there was a, a desire for lifting all people up when I was in the conservative movement. And again, I spent years in that movement. I don't sense that anymore. I sense a conservative movement now that's very interested in keeping people in their quote proper place. And no one should be determining that, but individuals who are really trying to. Uh, reach the levels of success you're trying to reach. That isn't someone else's call on whole people groups. It's incredible that I get the sense that they love a Kanye West who is really allowing himself to be, and he is not an idiot, by the way. He is a genius, particularly in the musical front. I'm, I'm not much for his genre of music, but he's done some extraordinary stuff, and yet he's become a useful idiot for, for the worst in our society. You have said that is the best way I've heard this described. He is a useful idiot to promote and and give them cover for their racist uh, views by buying Parler, one of the most vile racist sites out there, harmful sites too. Um, it, it again, he is being the spokesperson, like you said, for these groups that want to continue to normalize white nationalists and white nationalist ideals, and it's shameful. And honestly, um, I agree with you. I think Kanye West is, is brilliant in, in some ways. I also think he has some, some mental health issues in some ways, and the two can, can go together. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, and I think that combination is, what he is, is what's happening to him. And so I do wonder, if he ever gets on medication, if he ever gets regulated, will he look back at this in 10 years and say, you know what, uh, I'm ashamed of how I allowed them to use me because, again, this was not the Kanye West of a decade ago or so. Whenever the, when was the George Bush thing? At least a decade ago. He was very much a liberal. And now we're seeing a yeah. completely new Kanye West. So I do wonder how much of that is him and how much of it is, is some mental illness at play. And then also I think grief, too. You know, he lost his mother, and I think that had a huge, huge effect on him. And, you know, um, untreated grief can, can really – um, spur mental illness in a lot of ways. So I think you have all of that going on. Yeah, it's, it's really sad. You've, you've uh, alluded to some very powerful points on going forward. Why don't you kind of wrap it up with your thoughts, Phil, particularly on what the media, left, right, doesn't matter, should be doing. Yeah, you know, ultimately the media just needs, a, needs consistency. On both sides of the aisle, I would just urge for consistency here. We have seen liberal media tear down, attack, and do everything they could to cancel people who have done far less than what Kanye West did. They just happen to be of a different skin color. And we've seen conservative media now try to parrot and lift up someone to kind of give them cover for their white nationalist ideals. At the end of the day, we as consumers have to demand better from all of our media sources. And that until we do that, you know, you're going to continue to see this kind of hypocrisy. Yeah. It'd be nice if the media 
didn't conclude, oh, he's a minority, therefore he's an authority on minority issues. <laughs> exactly. That feels like is what's happening. You know, and that we can listen to him because he is a minority, therefore he's an authority on minority issues. And frankly, what people say in the end, you should just look at it and say, is this really authoritative? Is this really beneficial to a society? And, and in his case, at this point in his life, the answer is clearly no. So why give him any more credence than some person walking on the street with, uh, you know, a Nazi symbol on his arm and a bald head, uh, even though he, uh, you know, and, and who knows, maybe even black. And does that. You, can, you know, in our culture, anything's possible. And uh, you wouldn't give them credence. But it is his power. It is his million records. So it is his social media following. None of those make him credible authorities in the areas that he's giving a lot of time to talk about. No, you are absolutely right. And, again, we just I honestly wish that we would deplatform him, let him go sit down somewhere in one of his mini mansions, and really get his life together, but um, I just don't see that happening. He is a he is he knows how to get attention, and attention continues to increase his celebrity. That continues to increase his wallet. So I think we're going to be hearing a lot more of Kanye West's craziness uh, over yep. the next few months, possibly years. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping you're wrong, but I'm thinking you're right. Yeah, no wonder him and him and uh, you know uh, Trump on the surface look like strange bedfellows, but they really are almost like brothers with a different mother. They they are both narcissistic and uh, they both love attention and they both know how to generate uh, a lot of attention and both of their brands are linked to attention, whether it's good or bad. It supports both of their brands. So in those ways, they're actually very much alike. So I'm surprised they get along. It would seem they'd be fighting for all the air in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very competitive, you would think. Yeah, uh, you know, any long-term listener of the show, I talk a lot about Myers-Briggs, um, you know, personality types. They're both extroverted sensor thinkers' perspectives, ESTPs. And they love to fight. They like to debate. They're not necessarily analytical, but they can be highly intelligent. Uh, and frankly, you know, again, I don't agree with either one of them, but they're both smarter or they wouldn't be where they are, right? And so, um, you know, both good and bad. And, uh, yeah, you might want to look at that ESTP if you're interested in personality types. Warren, I always love having you on. Always forward to the next time you're on, even right after you get off, like you're about to do. I'm going to be going, I can't wait to talk to Warren D. Robinson again, but I can go to warrendrobinson.com and keep up with him there. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business.